재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Last week, U.S. President Barack Obama confirmed for the first time that the United States is conducting cyber operations against the Islamic State. This is all part of efforts to accelerate the fight against the militant group on various fronts. To find out more about this, we're very pleased to have joining us for, from the Center for Security and Intelligence Studies at the University of Buckingham, Deputy Director Dr. Julian Richards. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us once again, sir. Uh, for the benefit of our listeners, can you just give us a brief rundown on what the United States military's campaign of cyber attacks against ISIS entails? Yes. Um, it's important to note that, this, um, that there are a number of different types of cyber attack. Um, and, and often we, our first thought is about actual attacks that bring down systems and so on. Um, as far as we can tell, what the U.S. is doing here is, is more to do with disruption. So it's disruption of Islamic State's um, network of, of recruitment over the Internet, um, their, their logistical activities in, in bringing people to Syria and Iraq, um, those sorts of things. So it's not um, dropping cyber bombs, as one of as, as the, the deputy um, uh, head of uh, Department of Defense in the U.S. said. It's more about disruption. Right, so it's not necessarily something akin to what we've seen in fictional depictions of hackers or or the the anonymous uh, organization uh, where they go into things with DDoS attacks, or even I suppose something that happened like the uh, the recent attack on Sony Studios. That's right. You know, as far as we can tell, obviously this is a very murky world, but it, it does appear to be much more at the disruption end of the spectrum. So taking down websites, blocking websites, generally making life difficult for Islamic State to um, to do what it's been doing over 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 the internet. This is somewhat pertinent to our Korean listeners as well, because uh, we had the recent case of a of an 18 year old Korean male who went missing in Turkey, suspected to have joined uh, Islamic State, the fight in Syria, and he was believed to have uh, been recruited through uh, social media uh, outlets like Facebook and Twitter. Um, In terms of ISIS, how important is um, social media to them? It's very important. I mean, one, one thing that seems to be the case is that Islamic State has really taken forward the, the, the levels of expertise that um, terrorist and ideological groups of this nature are, are able to um, bring to bear on, on their online activity. They, they do seem to be very good at this, very tuned in. Um, and that's partly because of the sort of dominant age profile of, of the members of Islamic State. Um, this is the sort of social media generation that's, that's at the forefront of this organization. So it, it, it's a very, very significant element in, and has been very pivotal in the way that they've managed to expand and recruit members from, from all over the world, as you say, from you know, as far east as, as Korea and other countries. So, so there's, we can't underestimate the significance of this capability for Islamic State, and that's, that's probably why the U.S. is making this, this, this bold move in this way. We know how, I suppose savvy or sophisticated somewhat they are with the the production qualities of their propaganda videos that they release on sites like youtube or even the horrific um uh, executions that they do uh, release and, and the way they sort of package all of this is this simply done you, you seem to be saying in comparison to let's say a group like hezbollah or al-qaeda uh, maybe of an older generation but this this so-called group of millennials sort of kind of have the social media game a little bit more down than than perhaps their other so-called Islamist counterparts. 
That seems to be the case, yes. They seem to be sort of at the forefront of, of how to use this technology and, and how, to, how to bring it to bear on bringing recruits in, really, because this, you know, this is a remarkable story from their point of view in terms of um, how many foreign fighters they've been able to attract into the conflict. So um, they're, they're kind of, you know, to, to use slightly perhaps inappropriate terminology, they're market leaders in this thing and they're showing, mm. showing how this can be done and how effective it can be. That does not necessarily translate, just because you're social media savvy and, and you know how to market yourselves, it doesn't necessarily mean they pose a serious threat as far as cyber terrorism is concerned, right? As far as what we know about black hat hacking and whatnot? Absolutely, and that, that's a very important part of this story, really, because cyber terrorism is, is a bit of an amorphous term, and as we described earlier, a lot of us, when we, when we hear that word, think about the more dramatic end of the spectrum, um, you know, planes falling out of the sky, right. um, cities going dark and so on. Um, there's a lot of what, what we might describe as cyber terrorism is very much more primitive than that. It's, it's to do with um, information warfare, really, propaganda, recruitment, um, that sort of thing. And that, that's very much the area that this particular story is in at the moment. And, and it's worth saying, there's, there's, so, so in answer to your question, I don't... I don't think we should presume, although Islamic State are very, very good at using, utilising social media, that doesn't necessarily mean they pose a significant destructive cyber terrorist threat to the likes of the US or to other countries. I don't think they're, they're in that league necessarily. Is there, though, a sense of vigilance among members of the um, Intelligence Committee as well as um, security experts such as yourself where there is a need to be vigilant against whether it's Islamic State or another group who do recruit members who are more, I, I suppose, savvy and sophisticated in those other fields where planes dropping out of the sky can indeed be a reality or even a, a concern? Yes, indeed. I mean, there's, you know, one of the things that Islamic State have shown is that they're, um, they're much more adept at, at these sorts of things than we've seen hitherto in other groups. And of course, the, you know, the big fear is that some sort of nexus will be established between a group of this nature and a, and a state capability. And, you know, hitherto, a lot of the U.S.'s and the West's, generally, their, their sort of cyber capability has been targeted more at states like Russia and, and North Korea and China and so on. Um, so, th so there is a very real possibility that if, if, if Islamic State could establish some sort of connection with those those sorts of actors are, of course, are much better resourced and, and have much more manpower to draw on than we need to worry. So that, that certainly will be something that's, that's being discussed with some concern in, in Washington and elsewhere. Well, uh, certainly a very interesting discussion on how uh, the U.S. as well as its partners are trying to uh, combat uh, groups like ISIS uh, through cyberspace and maybe uh, clearing up some of the misunderstandings here shared by a lot of people. Dr. Richards, we're going to have to leave it there, but thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate your expertise. Thank you very much.